Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you. At the Rose Group, we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at roads-group.com. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. All right, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. This week is going to be a little bit different on the podcast. Usually we have a guest that joins me and I do the interviewing because I'm an interviewer. I'm an award-winning interviewer. We're going to flip the script on you this week, and I'm going to tell you why. I don't guest on a lot of podcasts because I'm pretty busy. I'm a really big deal. But we had a former intern of ours, a guy named Chase Thomas, who has gone on to enormous success with his very own podcast called The Chase Thomas Podcast. And someone pointed out to me something about hearing that podcast recently, but it's a couple of years old. So I went back through the archives. I guessed it on his podcast in August of 2019. And I thought this would be a very interesting way of going back and sort of what we do on the radio and we give you a vault, hearing some things that we had to say then and how they've worked out now. I'll be very honest, some of this is a victory lap because, gosh, I sound like I know what I'm talking about when it came to the Young Braves core and winning a championship, talking about Trey Young. There's also a swing and a miss on Dan Quinn, who at that point was still the head coach of the Falcons, but was taking over the defense. You'll hear all of that. Again, I'm on the other end of it, answering the questions about Atlanta sports two years ago. Do I have to make that noise? Diddle-loo, diddle-loo, diddle-loo. I am now joined by someone that I worked for years ago. I am extremely old now. Not as old as this person, because I think he's been doing Sports Talk Radio in Atlanta for at least 40, 50 years at this point, but Matt Chernoff, who is now invading my podcasting space with welcome uh, to Matt Lana. Matt, good afternoon. How are you? Chase, that was an introduction that I've never had before. Thank you for dating me. That makes me feel good. Yes, I'm old now. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many years have you, have you been doing uh, Sports Talk Radio now? <sighs> Let's see. I uh, Well, I mean, I, I got into the business in 97, started doing a full-time show in 2000 so it'll be 20 years coming up here at the end of this year in april of next year yeah last thing on this and we'll talk a little atlanta sports real quick um how much longer do you see yourself doing the show do you think i know you just said you don't really think 18 to 19 years down the line but do you do you think at all about the future i mean you're doing the podcast now you're still doing the show like do you think far out and like what's next and where you see yourself in 20 years I mean, yes and no i mean if you ask me what I'd like to be doing, radio is always mm-hmm. going to be my first love. 
I'm always going to want to do this. I, I'd love to be doing it in my in my hometown in my city. I, like Atlanta means a lot to me. It always has. Um, like I I, I want to be doing this when these teams win a championship to enjoy it with the people who are listening. So as long as that takes, I can't die until somebody wins a title around here and they can't kick me off the air until somebody wins and has a parade. After that, it's up to somebody else maybe. Well, a lot of disrespect to Atlanta's true title team, Atlanta United there, because you, you did see it, and they did do a parade. I did, and, and I, I, listen, we had a blast with it. We had a great time, and uh-huh. it's not disrespect. It was an unbelievable fun run. But the, the only issue with that, and, and I think any long-time Atlanta will tell you, when there is no struggle, right, and there is no, yeah. oh, man, we didn't win that or we couldn't win this, and it, it happened that quickly, it was great. It was fun. But if, if, if anybody takes us the wrong way, they're looking to take it the wrong way. It will feel very different the day the Braves win another or the Falcons win their first or the same with the Hawks. It's not disrespectful. It's just the history that goes into it changes how you, how you kind of receive it. you got to be bad for a while to make it mean something. you got to struggle. It's just the when you is, win right listen, out of the gate and you – yeah. I love that they're getting, they get hurt for being competent right away. Like the, I, don't just, I don't know if it's hurt. <laughs> I, th- I don't yeah. think it's been hurt. They had 72,000 yesterday. They – yeah. You know, they had good TV ratings in the playoffs. The MLS Cup was an unbelievable event. I said, I don't know that our city will ever have a better singular fun day or event. I don't know that's getting hurt. It's just, I just think the struggle of the other teams is going to make people appreciate that championship if and when it ever happens just a little differently. All right, well, let's quickly talk a little um, Atlanta teams. Um, surprise, are you at all surprised at the Braves beating their Pakoda preseason ranking, which was 84 wins and a third-place finish in the NL East? Are you, are you surprised? funny. That was my, my number was 84 before the year. So I, I am a little surprised. And, and if you take a step back and just look at this like from 10,000 feet and realize the stuff that they've overcome this year, the lack of consistency in the starting rotation, the complete turnover of a bullpen, Enough injuries from the closer to now the right fielder, Dansby being out as he was, a few other injuries along the way. The fact that they're 20 games over, 19 games over 500, it's kind of remarkable. I mean, it, it doesn't seem to add up. And, and I like the moves Alex has made along the way. Dallas and now the bullpen, which I know the world's going to freak out over Shane Green today. I think Shane Green will be fine. He was due to regress. He was due to have some bad outings. That's going to be normal. So, yes, I, I'm very surprised. If they get to 92 or 93 or 94 wins, like I'll say what I said last year, I think the, the problem for the rest of the NL East is going to be obvious that they're probably only going to get better from here. They're going to figure out another starting pitcher via you know, free agency or somebody else from the minor leagues and have more stability in that rotation. And at that point, you know, you're, you're on the doorstep of maybe two other outfielders coming up. Having Austin Riley, you know, at some point being a second or third year player to go along with Acuna, who might end up being the best player in baseball. Ozzy is a, a potential all-star. Like they're put together for a long competitive run. And this year to me, if they overachieved at 93 or 94, that's frightening. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. Uh, I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings, 
boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course, their homemade jumbo cookies. Now, these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11.30 till 3.30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory-certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage-certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue Certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford Factory Certified Used Car Outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Yeah, I mean, I go back and forth on this because it's interesting to see from different Braves fans from different perspectives on how they see their core. Because I think there's only like two core pieces right now in this main roster in, in terms of just positional players where I think it's Acuna and Freeman. Everyone else should be tradable like everyone else. I'm not certain if someone that like is going to be a multi-time all-star is like a, a real core piece. Like Dansby probably won't ever be an all-star. Albies, maybe. It depends. Like, is he more of what he was mid last year? Is he someone that could eventually be at the top of your order at some point? Like, I, I don't know. Austin Riley, are we sure he'll figure it out? Um, there's a lot of questions. And then you're asking Christian Pache, or how do you say his last name? I've heard it like three different Pache. ways. Is it yeah, Pache? Pache. Yeah. Pache. Um, you're betting on a lot of guys to hit and you need like some sort of balance. Like eventually Alex has to start cashing in a little bit, kind of what the Red Sox did where they have their young guys, they have their core Mookie Betts types, but you also go out and you trade some of that prospect capital for JD Martinez. You have to like do a little bit. Um, you trade young Makata for Chris sale. You have to do a little bit of balance. And they did that a little bit by trading Colby Allard for Chris Martin. And they're just going to Ian Anderson, probably untouchable, but Kyle Wright and guys like that, they might get moved. But like the obsession with uh, prospect capital in Atlanta has always been kind of strange to me because you're betting on 19 different guys hitting and it's just not. Well, but I I don't know if it's an obsession with, here's what I don't like. Here's what I I think we've become, it's become very in vogue to do the, I don't get the Atlanta obsession with prospect capital. People only bring that up when there aren't moves made at the time. In other words, like, had the Marlins gotten their way in some ridiculous move, Alex would have said, yeah, I want JT Real Muto for either Albies or Acuna. You would have people killing the GM for trading mm-hmm. prospect capital for what technically was a known. And the way Atlanta built up JT Real Muto, I thought it was John Bench. JT Real Muto is a nice player. Nothing more, nothing less. Nice player. Acuna's got a chance to be generational. I'll disagree to some extent. I think Albies would be a, a perennial all-star right on that sort of level. Mm. Um, and I'm all about the timing of this stuff. Like we, we live in this thing where we look at other teams and we go, oh, they made all these moves. What was the timing? The Astros went out and made the Verlander. 
trade three years into their process of being better. They missed the playoffs in year two, and then year three went out and did that. Chase, I think when the time is right, you'll get those big, bold moves. I think you'll get the big, bold move for the pitcher or the big bat or those type of things. And I don't think you just trade to trade. Like, you, if you're going to trade some of your no, better prospects, no. you want years of control. And I don't think there was anything on this market this year that made sense. The Zach Greinke thing was interesting if it wasn't for the fact that he was 36 years old and made the kind of money he made. Outside of that, I don't think there was anything else out there that I would have said, oh, I'm going huge for at this deadline. I think it's also interesting because a lot of these GMs just think that like their window, they would rather just contend for 10 years kind of, and then instead of just two years of serious contention. And I, I don't know, like the NL East could, I mean, just going into the season, you had four teams that all had realistic shots of winning the division. You know, the nationals are going to be top 10 in spending and they're not going anywhere. They have the best one, two starting pitching combination in baseball. They still have young talent like Anthony Rendon who are breaking through. You have Soto who's still just super young. Like the guy that no one's like the Acuna Jace essentially where no one just cares about this guy at all. And the Mets, if they ever started just acting like a New York team where if they just kept Syndergaard and you have Strom in there and you have that rotation, yes, injury concerns are there, but that's that's an insane group with McNeil and Alonzo. They could easily be a contender. They were in the World Series just a couple years ago. And then the Phillies, you know that their owner said they want to spend stupid money and they went out and they traded for Real Moto. They signed Bryce Harper. Like, I think they're going to continue doing stuff. So I don't know. Like, it, you could make the case that the the window is, is tighter than maybe the Alex Anthopoulos in this front office might think it is. Are, are you at all I, I guess that. Yeah, I view it the other way. I, I don't trust okay. the Phillies. I don't trust the Mets. I think trust is something you earn. And I don't trust Brady Van Wagenen. I don't trust the Phillies front office the same way. Like, the, the quote, easy thing to do is go spend big, which ignores some of your other holes. And the Phillies are a prime example of that this year. They went so big with those big moves. Meanwhile, they neglected their their starting pitching rotation. They thought they made one big move in the bullpen, and after one injury, they were decimated there. Plus, their manager is, is, is also a factor. The other thing with the Mets is I love their rotation. Don't get me wrong. I think Zach Wheeler is going to leave in the offseason because I think, I think guys realize I want to get away from some of the chaos that, that that organization is about. But they still should have a, a rotation good enough to compete. They need a catcher, a third baseman, a shortstop, a center fielder, and their two biggest deals. This is so Mets. This is what I mean, Chase, big moves. Cano, the Cano move with Diaz was lauded in the offseason. Big, bold move. Disaster. They, they signed uh, Cespedes a few years ago to a huge deal. Those are their two biggest deals. One guy doesn't play and might never play again, and the other guy is the shell of himself who just got hurt again. I think you got to be careful in 2019 baseball of we're going big, we're going bold. I think you've got to be smart and bold, not just bold to try to win headlines. I'm also just kind of thinking about the Dodgers because do you do you look at them through the prism in 2019 as like is this roster currently constructed in a way where they can actually compete in a seven game series against the Dodgers in the NLCS? Because this, this that's year it's what you're looking at. Yeah, this year it's not there yet. I mean, I, now no. if you pull it up, that certainly everything's possible, but the Dodger pitching is just at a different they're level. Having, it's an insane year from their starting rotation. Then you have right. MVP and Bellinger. It's just yeah. If there's a hole in the Dodgers, it's in their bullpen, and they didn't address that. So it's one of those that in a short series, can you try to work their starting pitching to throw a lot of pitches, and they're forced to go to a pen? It would have to be something like that. It would also be something where they just didn't they didn't play a crisp series. It would have to be some scenario like that because their starting rotation is just so deep and so impressive. Um, but there's also a window for them, too. I mean, 
Kershaw's not the youngest guy anymore. Um, you know, like Ryu's not 24. Um, Jansen's I mean, they won not the division exactly seven years in a row, and they've gone to sure. the World Series two years in a row. And that team, is, that core is still young. That like, yeah, there, there's work. enough there, but again, that, I think that core is in championship mode now. You're going to look up in a year or two, and you're really quickly out of championship mode. I think you're going to see the Padres so. become the. Oh, I do. I think that. I think the, the Padres. I know they are. I think the Padres are going to be the team in that division in, in a year or two that all of a sudden, between their young talent, uh, their ability, that they're going to have flexibility to spend. I think that's going to be the team to watch in that division. I think Dodgers are good for another year or two. Very good. But I, I think you're going to see a window start to close. I think that there's a everybody. chance that they challenge the, uh, the Braves for the 14 straight division titles. They're already halfway there. They're at seven. And I would, they I would never, enough. ever take that bet. They're not, they're not going to win. Nobody wins 14 anymore. There's just too much stuff that's out of your control. If Mark Walter in Guggenheim is controlling this team for seven more years, I think it's just Bellinger's 23, you have Seager's 25, Enrique Hernandez 27, Peterson 27, Chris Taylor 28. You look at a lot of their dudes, I just, they're too smart, and I think they just do a really nice job of balancing their high payroll with just smart decisions. And like Bueller, they do, they're, they're a nice very good front off. I, w- I would never bet seven more years on somebody that's too far. I mean, you would not, it would, would be a. A tough thing, but it's conceivable, I guess, is my thing. It's like I wouldn't be like blown away if they just kept winning the division. Oh, I um, would. I'd be, I'd be stunned if somebody is able to pull off. If they get to ten or eleven, I'd be stunned at this point. I just there's too much, too much you can go haywire with a with an injury or somebody other rising up. It's just there's too much out of your control to to think about twelve, fourteen divisions in baseball in a row. Um, Falcons, real quick. Um, are we sure? The defense that was 31st in defensive DBOA last year is going to be better with Dan Quinn calling plays this year. Yeah, it'll be better because he's calling it. I mean, that guy's an elite defensive coordinator. Plus, you're going to get your pieces back, so it should be better. How good? I have no idea. Can they get? Can they find enough pass rush? Is going to be the biggest thing. Having Dion, if he's able to stay healthy, and the two safeties will be a, a huge deal. Whether they can pressure quarterbacks is going to be anybody's best guess enough. How do you think the NFC South unfolds, though? Because uh, I was actually arguing about this with my roommates last night, because um, I, I think the NFC North is a more competitive division, but it also just depends on how you look at the Bucks and the Panthers and the NFC South. Like, how do you how do you see the NFC South unfolding this year? I, I think it's Falcon Saints in, in whatever order that's going to end up in. I think Carolina's the third. I think the Bucks are going to be the fourth. I just I don't trust enough of Jameis Winston's decision making that they're going to be better than a seven win, eight win team. Carolina is always a wild card to me. I don't know which way that's going to go, but I think the Falcons and Saints are just better than Carolina. So maybe the divisions, I don't know, maybe it's so competitive that it's a 10 win kind of a division instead of 11 or 12, but I think one of those two teams wins it. Folks, let me ask you a question. When it comes to dealing with experts, don't you know they've got your best interest in mind? Think about somebody in the medical profession as opposed to you diagnosing yourself. You would never do that. When when it comes to insurance, I would think, yeah, you can go shop your own rates, but don't you want the professionals to do it for you, the experts? Well, I'm talking about the Rhodes Group. My friend Clayton Rhodes and the great folks at the Rhodes Group, they did that for me, and you should know. You should be shopping your rates or having pros do it each and every year because the rates change so much. When I'm talking about home or car insurance, you could be saving a bundle if you have professionals like the Rhodes Group shopping for you. They did just that, and they saved me a couple of thousand dollars a year with home and car insurance combined. You can be the next to save a bunch of money with the Rhodes Group. I want you to go to their website. It's Rhodes-Group.com. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S-Group.com. Or follow me on Real Matt Lana on Twitter. You'll see the link. You can click over and have them give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes 
at the Rose Group. Locally owned, a great bunch of folks who are professionals when it comes to finding you the best rates. Go to roads-group.com, have them shop your rates. They'll give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the Rhodes Group. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Last thing and then we'll go. Luca for Trey. This is something that I've been pounding for a year. Um, Just, I'll never get over it. I think it's still just like the worst trade in Atlanta sports history. Can't get over it. I, I still just, it bothers me to my core. I... Am I crazy for still being extremely adamant that the Hawks made a choice and that we're not going to get a generational guy. We're going to get someone who had the worst defensive real plus minus of any player in basketball last year who can't get that much bigger and better on defense. It's just physically impossible. And we're just going to be fun. We're going to score a lot of points. We're going to play at the fastest pace in basketball. But we also have a ceiling kind of like that 61 team where it's like no top five, top 10 type talent. And they're just going to be really competitive and really good for a 10-year stretch. Am I too cynical in my take yeah. there? Yeah, you're, you're being way too cynical. Trey, listen, Trey wasn't drafted for defense. Whatever he's going to be, if he can ever get to mediocre level, I think there's a reason why Schlenk sort of constructed the team the way he did with this draft. Two pieces that if, let's say, they'd never reach a ceiling, their floor with the Andre Hunter and Cam Reddishes were going to help Trey, who is undersized, play defense. But, like, I'm a little surprised. You watched him last year mm-hmm. in a, a rookie year where – and you saw him get better and better – and at his size, that the ability to get to the bucket, his floater yep. got so much better. His shooting got so much better. He makes everybody mm-hmm. better around him. And I think for the first time, I would agree. You're going to have people who want to come play with him, and that's always been a, an issue with with the Hawks in Atlanta is getting a star player to come here. And everything I'm hearing from people around the league is there's an intrigue about playing with Trey Young in this core in Atlanta, like there's never been before. So now I, I think I. I I think Luca's fantastic. I do. Don't get me wrong. This isn't like, oh God, Luca's not good. No, Luca's fantastic. I think for what the Hawks ended up getting with Trey, and we'll see what Cam Reddish is. And, and we'll before we we decide how good or bad that trade was. What if Cam Reddish becomes a real factor? Cam is a legitimate starter in this league for seven to ten years, uh, and you get him and Trey. Uh-huh. What does that do to the I'm trade? I'm more in on DeAndre Hunter than Reddish. I think Reddish is Jeff Green 2.0. I'm pretty low on um, Cam Reddish, but. I could be wrong. The point is, you don't know. As we sit here today, no. we can't. You can't evaluate. You can't evaluate. You got two pieces to that puzzle. Trey put a run on throughout the second half of the year that was beyond impressive. Uh, I, I think Trey's only going to get better. Again, he's, Trey wasn't brought here for defense, and and I know that seems to be the, the sticking point for some people. But that's a problem. Yeah, it, it is unless you have the right core around him. I mean, like th- this notion that you can't win because Trey can't play great defense. I, I have a hard time believing. There's enough you can do around him. I don't know. I mean, like. 
I just think there is a level where it's like it's so bad. So the NBA playoffs is just like I mean I love the NBA more than anything in the world, but like if you look at how teams just target certain situations over and over, it's like the Pats what they do against teams where they just pinpoint your weakness and then they're just gonna do it thirty five times. Like they targeted James White out of the backfield in that Chargers game like seventeen times, and that's what's gonna happen with Trey where they're gonna make that turnstile turn. Like they are going to be like okay we're putting Trey Young in the pick and roll over and over and over again no matter how good of a defender deandre hunter is no matter how good of a rim protector they eventually find like i i just think that that is something that i'm not sure even with the reports of him adding 10 pounds i don't i don't know i just don't see i think think you're overrating i think you're overrating yeah i think you're overrating the level of it again if you have a good defensive core around him to cover it up again he'll never be anything better than mediocre defensively but if he's a guy who can score 20 24 a night he could be eight to 10 assists. If you think about his impact on every basket or near every basket offensively. And the fact that he, like, look what he did to Dwayne. Dwayne Dedman just bought himself a new lifestyle in Sacramento because of Trey Young. The fact that he can make Dwayne Dedman more than Dedman's serviceable. Dedman's fine. Dedman was never anything more than fine. There's a reason San Antonio ah, didn't he's want good, to man. I'm a big Dedman guy. Loved him a lot. Yeah. He like deserved a lot of the credit that John Collins was getting. I like John Collins' offensive rebounding, but like the stuff, like the the hype with him, it's like he's okay, a pretty point defender. Is, but yeah, point is he made Dwayne Dedman a, a like free agent to be that somebody wanted. Watch Dwayne Dedman this year in Sacramento and tell me if his offensive. Well, that's not his look fault. Anything. They have like 19 bigs in Sacramento. I'm not gonna I'm not okay. gonna give him any crap in Sacramento. That's not Dwayne right, Dedman's fault. I, he got a three year deal right. from Sacramento. You're missing the point. Jay, checks, the man. point. The point is that guy makes people better. Right, mm-hmm. Trey makes people better. Yeah. There's, there's a factor to that, that can that can take you far away. I have a big belief in in Travis Schlenk. I think Travis Schlenk's a really bright guy. I think I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on this. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think you're getting a little carried away with. Oh, he's just they're not going to be able to compete in the playoffs. If Trey's offense is as good as I think it will be, it'll overcome the the lack of defense. I'll leave you with two things. Um, Luka Doncic is the second player since 1983 to reach 500, 150, 100, which is uh, points, rebounds, and assists. By the 28th game of his career, um, there's one other player who's done that since 1983, and that was LeBron James. I love, I love Luka, but I, see, to me, Luka, like I, he's not going to get much better from this point. He's a really I good player now. I, I have a hard time believing. See, the, the thing on Luka I remember hearing about everybody talk about was there's, he's going to come right in and be good because he's been playing pro ball and he for was. years. And he was. He was fantastic in his rookie year. I want to see if there's another level he goes to. And I, I don't know that he's going to go much beyond this, which, again, if he's just this, he's fantastic. I just don't know if he's superstar potential. Um, okay. Last thing, and I promise we're wrapping up. Kevin Gaussman. Uh, he is now a Cincinnati writer. I don't know if you got that. I got the alert. On I my saw phone. that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't think Braves fans are going to miss Kevin Gaussman all that much. No, I mean, I was I was a little worried about him starting in Minnesota against those big bats tomorrow. But now we get to the most fascinating part of the season because Fulte is going to be such a like things could hinge so much on what he is at this point. If he can be yeah. anything close to what he was last year, and I have my doubts, all of a sudden your rotation looks very different, much deeper. We know the ceiling on on Fulte based on what we saw last year. So I think tomorrow night becomes fascinating to watch him. Um, Again, I like. I don't think anybody's broken up over Kevin Gossman at this point. They got some good starts out of him a year ago. And they wasn't sustainable over the long term. I don't think anybody was shocked at that. But so the Reds took a flyer on him. I guess they have nothing to lose from their perspective. 
Matt, this has been great. I'm glad we were able to squeeze this in this week. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a really busy guy. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate it. We can listen to you Monday through Friday on Check and Turn Off at 680 The Fan. We can listen to your new podcast. Welcome to Matt Lanham. Is there anything else you'd like to plug before we get out of here? Uh, no, I think we've plugged enough. I, that's more than enough. Chase, it's been fun, my friend. Thank you. I'm glad your podcast is doing well. It was fun hanging out with you. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings, boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course, their homemade jumbo cookies. Now, these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11.30 till 3.30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, those are receipts. That's what you call receipts on the stuff that Matt was right about over two years ago, almost two and a half years ago, talking about the Young Braves core, whether or not they had enough to win a championship. Also thoughts on a Trey Young and still having the Trey Young, Luka Doncic debate and all the stuff with Cam Reddish that was surrounding it. I mean, it sounds like I know what I'm talking about, right? None of that was doctored. That was all real. I might have missed on the Dan Quinn being an elite defensive coordinator thing, but... You can't bat a thousand. Thanks again to our buddy Chase Thomas for allowing me to uh, repurpose that audio and that interview. And thank you guys for spending your week with us. Brian Murphy produced the podcast and assist from Brian Hoyt. And thanks again to you guys. Hopefully you'll make it a destination each and every week. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Matlana. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming uh-huh. And parties don't stop yeah. till
When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com.